Welcome to Living the Reiki Life podcast. Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Christy, and we're coming at you from the Prairie Province of Saskatchewan, Canada. We met in the corporate world over a decade ago and became great friends. We started our Reiki journey together, and now we are Reiki masters. Follow along as we navigate life, living the spiritual world while still working the nine to five. We gather twice a month to chat all about Reiki and our Reiki journeys, energy healing, and other healing modalities. We are going to interview some of our gurus and cover a vast majority of topics that we find interesting, and hopefully you do too. Let's get at it. One, two, Hey guys, welcome back. We're on episode six already, and uh, we wanted to hop on and talk all about the Claire's. Mm -hmm. So it's something super interesting that we find, and we talk a lot about these different Claire's through our Reiki experiences. So we thought that um, we would dedicate this whole episode to the Claire's. But before we hop into that, uh, let's just share what's going on. So what's going on in your world, Amanda? Okay, so what is going on with me? Uh, okay, so I started using this black seed oil for my hair. Um, it's really cool. You can get it at any natural store. And I find my hair is really dry. And any like moms out there will know their hair goes through this really weird change after they had the baby or maybe even when they were pregnant. Their hair maybe got thicker and then it falls out and it's you know, if your hair was curly, it's like not anymore. It's so weird, our hormones in our body. So anyways, I'm using this black seed oil and you actually put it on your roots. So I let my hair like soak in this oil for like 30 minutes before I wash my hair. And it actually like, because we're all about getting into the root of your chakra and the root of what the issue is. So I figured if I just like moisturize and like hydrate the root, It'll help my whole rest of my hair. And it's supposed to even help your hair grow. Like if you have like a lack of thick hair, it actually is supposed to promote hair growth. So black seed oil comes in a glass jar and I just put that on. And honestly, I can notice a difference. I bet you it's been a couple months now. My hair literally looks thicker and like way healthier, way healthier for sure. So that's that's my update. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah, my friend... um that's a herbalist. She makes a uh, hair oil. Oh, really? And yeah, it's amazing. Like you can, yeah, you're supposed to rub it on your scalp. Yeah. Like you're doing, yeah, to get um, like that good growth and that good um, scalp going because that's where the good hair will grow. Did, uh, do you use that? Yeah, I do. Okay. So that's really good because your hair looks very healthy. Oh, thank you. Well, it's going through a bit with um, the hard water here. <laughs> We're getting a water filter, but That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, because uh, Christy has like really curly hair. So And it's thick. Like it's yes. yeah. It's intense. What my brother called it freak of nature hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried because when I was little, I didn't want to be a freak, right? So Yeah, no, it sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> but I remember I did coconut oil on my roots one time and don't ever do that. Yeah, I couldn't get it out. My hair was greasy yeah. for like a week 
week and I just like slathered it on and mm, yeah. I know. I actually do mix a little bit of coconut oil with the oil, but it's like a small amount and just to like, I don't know, help it. But yeah, coconut oil, I've heard just putting that on raw because it's so thick, right? And yes. then you can't really wash it out. Yeah. It's not for me either. That one. No. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a fun, fun learning experience, but yeah. yeah. How about um, you? What are your updates? Yeah. So I had, this happened about like a month ago and I wanted to share this story because it was pretty cool. Um, just like about the animal kingdom and how they have our back. And cause I, I've been connected to animals a lot and especially after uh, losing my dog, Larry in November, um, when he left, he told me he would leave the door to the animal kingdom open if I ever wanted to communicate with them. So I thought that was really cool. And I actually forgot about that until um till just recently so yeah i have lots of stories about animals but this one comes to mind so um now i have a commute into the city every day and i'm on the highway and it was i think it was about second week in and i was on the gravel road and i could feel like my uh the back of the car swaying like lots more than usual i was getting used to the gravel i'm good on the gravel now but a bit of a learning experience. I'm such a city kid. And uh, yeah, I, I got to the highway and I heard something weird going on in my car. And I was like, ah, it's fine. And just turned up my music. <laughs> something told me to stop and check. Like that inner knowing, right? Stop and check. I was like, nah, it's good. So I just kept driving. And then all of a sudden a deer starts crossing the road and the deer slows right down and is staring at me. And I was like, hey, get going. What are you doing? So I had to slow like right down. Um, and then as soon as I slowed down, I heard like something blow. And I looked back or well, I pulled over and I got out and looked at the back of my car and yeah, I blew a tire. So it just shows that um, this deer was there to slow me down. So I didn't blow this tire at like 120 on the highway. Cause oh, yeah. I know my one friend that happened to her and she said it was scary as shit. Cause like your car can like jerk when you blow a tire, like depending which tire. And so I was just really thankful in that moment for that deer. And I know a lot of people look at deer as like a nuisance and all that, but I have always loved deer. I find them super magical. I loved Bambi, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> it was just kind of a neat story. And even yesterday I was uh, in the backyard and it's an open field behind us. And I was just kind of having, you know, a shitty day. And I looked out and there was like a deer just laying in the field. All I could see was his little or her little head. Cause she didn't have, um, what do you call antlers. those? <laughs> Horns? Yeah. Antlers? Yeah, antlers. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. And, um, and then, yeah, I just watched her and then she, she started coming towards me and I was like, oh God. And then she like kind of took off and I don't know. I just, I find them really magical. And I looked up in my animal book, the meaning of deers. And one of the meanings was when they show up is to stop being so hard on yourself and be more heart centered. And that was like totally the message I needed to hear yesterday. So it's just, there's messages all around us in the natural world and you just need to be aware. And like, when something happens like that, maybe 
take a moment and be like, oh, okay, this is why that happened. And this is why that showed up. There's a reason for everything. I completely agree with you. And I think that there are signs like all around us, if we're paying attention to them, like I always feel like when I see like, oh, rabbits on my lawn or like maybe it's like a really weird amount, you know, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like looking right away to find a meaning to this or like I know someone who like stepped out to their vehicle and there was a dead bird there and they're like, what does this mean? And just like super interesting stuff, like definitely look into that. You know what else I thought was really good about your story? How you, um, this is a really good metaphor for just like ignoring yourself. So you're driving and you thought you heard something or felt something, but you just turned up the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell dad that. (laughs) Like how many people just like turn up the radio, right? Instead of investigating what's going on with me, why aren't I feeling good? You know, it's just such a good, like, you know, you don't want to blow a tire. So if something's feeling off, don't just ignore it. Like pull over and like check yourself out. Yep. Get a and, that, and I ignored it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I even like dove into this further about um, your car like represents or can represent you in a way. Mm-hmm. And the rubber on the road is um, like my root system. And my root system was completely picked up and moved away. So I was trying to find myself and where the rubber hits the road and. So that's why the tower or the tire blew, I guess. I don't know. You can look at it whatever way you want, but it's just kind of interesting. This might appeal to more of our, you know, like car audience. Like you need to have an oil change. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing starts (laughs) slowing down. It's time to get an energy tune-up. That's exactly right. The best time is when people come in for um, like a Reiki session, you know, it's like, I just feel off. I just feel stuck. I just feel, blah. And it's like, yep. That's when you just need that clearing, like go see your local Reiki practitioner and book in and just, you know, it's definitely only going to make you feel better. Swear. Yep. And you're going to sleep well that night. Like it's for sure, for sure. Well, yeah. And it's, yeah, just how you look after your car, you get the oil change, you put the windshield stuff in, you put gas in. It's just like our body. We need to look after it. We can't just expect it to keep going without maintaining it and like that's maintaining it like physically and spiritually right and and yeah all of the above yeah i have my car otis is a honda civic yeah and (laughs) that car is gonna drive till me or it just dies one day I do regular maintenance on that car. Like the little light comes on. Thank God. I wish we all could have just a little light that flickers on. Well, it's time to get your oil changed. Yeah, check engine light. (laughs) And I am there. I am there. And that sucker goes to the dealership. I pay probably way too much, but whatever. My car gets serviced regularly and it's going to last forever because it takes such good care of it. Like your body is the same way, you know, mind, body, spirit, all connected, all need the maintenance. Like it's That's not exactly one right. without the other. Yeah. 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 Cause you need the engine, you need the tires, like you need it all to be working together and your yeah. car's in like mint shape. Like, oh, it's a beautiful. <laughs> it is a nice car. And it's so nice not to have a car payment too. Like, Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, astrology. Yeah. We're let's in, hop into it. Yeah. So it's mid July. We are officially heading right into cancer season on the 17th. 
my son is a cancer, my little water emotional baby. I'm just preparing for what kind of man he will be. Not saying that cancers are more emotional, but they are a water sign. So they do play on more of the emotional front. And uh, yeah, so he is turning one years old. So that's pretty exciting. Just going to have a small little family doodad get together at the house and just kind of let him smash a cake. And that's about it. Yeah. Let him have his first (laughs) taste of sugar. I know my spouse is just like, we're pretty like conscious of what we give him. We just don't want to like, you know, feed him with sugar yet. Like we know what's going to happen, but we're really conscious on like what we do, like feed him. And so it's like this cake is just going to go nuts for him. (laughs) for his birthday <laughs> but it'll be funny like what is this yeah oh my <laughs> god yeah. yeah pretty funny okay so astrology update um we have the new moon coming up on july 17th in cancer so new moon rituals get them out there get those seeds planted um the cancer card for the tarot deck is actually the chariot so that does mean going into battle so maybe you're preparing yourself for like a big new step you want to take on maybe you want to start something new start a new job now is the time kind of gear yourself down and write out what you want to bring in and the chariot also can mean like things coming quickly because he's like on the horses and he's like you know kind of going at a looks like he's going at a speed kind of and uh so manifesting could be a little bit quicker than you would maybe normally get. So get those new moon rituals out. Are you doing anything, Christy, for new moon? You know, I haven't thought about it. I'm more, I'm more, I do more on the full moon actually than the new moon. Same. I have done lots of new moon, but I do find like, yeah, I'm more about the full as well. Yeah. But I, I need to like, find a balance there because you don't want to always be letting go letting go of stuff on the full moon you want to be balancing it out with calling it in on the new moon so yeah that's a very good point yeah yeah i'll have to make point of that to sit down it's like you know at the end of the day and you're like shit it's a new moon i gotta do something (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah i know i almost feel guilty when i just like don't take advantage of it yeah because it's such potent energy like i listened to that Yasmin, uh, I forget her last name, but she wrote that book, Moonology. Mm, yeah. And it's so good just how she talks about she changed her entire life by following um, the moon and just like manifesting and letting go and paying attention to the sign. She's also like an astrologer, so she has that background. But it was just it was really interesting to um listen to her insight about it. And I have her book. It's actually really good. I, I should whip that out. I will on the new moon. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, keep us posted if anything good happens. Yeah, yes, I will. <laughs> okay. All right, so should we get into the Claire's here? Um. So just like I said, like we talk about the Claire's a lot in our episodes. Um. So we just wanted to... Uh, dedicate this whole episode to explaining what they are. Um, so who is Claire and what is she all about? <laughs> That's funny. This is really good, actually, because like, <laughs> I bet you a lot of people don't realize. Oh, and when we're like talking about Claire's, we're talking about our senses, like our, yes. like our psychic senses, I guess, would be the correct way. Hey, say so, like an extrasensory 
I think yeah. that's what I, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Tell us about Claire. Yeah. So Claire is actually a French word meaning clear. And so we're going to, there's a lot of Claire's, but we're going to cover uh, six of them that we work with. So there's clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. Then we have clairaudient, which is clear hearing, claircognizance, which is clear knowing, clairsentience is clear feeling, and clairsalliance, I think that's how you say it, is clear smell. Is that how? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know. And uh, clairgustance <laughs> is clear tasting. <laughs> And, um, yeah, we all have like our five senses. So we have like sight, touch, smell, taste, and hearing. So we're tapping into our five senses, but these senses are like superpower, like senses on steroids. Mm -hmm. And this is how the spirit world, um, communicates with us. It's the language of spirit, I find. Um, so they're going to use our different senses that are hyper aware to communicate like what they want to say to us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just like paying attention and kind of, yeah, just paying attention to what is happening around you when you're in that space. So you can deliver the message. Yeah. And that, that goes back to like why people should take Reiki level one. It's because, um, when you become self-aware of your own body and then you can tap into these extra senses so you can feel what's going on. So it's actually pretty cool to think about. And I believe like a lot of people tap into these clairs and they don't even really know it because we are all able to tap into this, uh, this kind of, uh, these senses. Yeah. Absolutely. I even think of like how many times you've been in a situation or, and maybe your one ear goes deaf or it just yep. starts ringing, you know, and it's just like, Oh, <laughs> like, I know I'm like, Oh, what's, what do I, what am I missing? Yeah. <laughs> what's you know, going someone on else there? Just kind of put their finger in their ear and just kind of move along, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you got to be really aware of yourself and your surroundings and like comfortable in your own body before you can even tap into these, you know, before you, so you can get like those clear feelings of what's going on. And when I started my journey, um, clairvoyance, so that's clear scene was something that was really strong. That was like one of the clairs that came through really strong. And that was like seen in my third eye. I would see uh, visions and like things playing out. It was, it's pretty wild when, um, I nurture that muscle and like tap into it, it gets stronger and stronger. And as time went on, different clairs would come into my awareness and they would strengthen too. So it's like clairvoyance, a clear scene is like the main actor of the show. And then all the other clairs are like the supporting roles. So they all work together to help me deliver a message from spirit. Yeah. So let's maybe like, let's go into each one of the clairs. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with the first clair, which would be the one that you're actually talking about, which is the clairvoyance. So that is being able to see. So whether it's in your third eye or even your naked eye, 
You'll be able to like see details of a scene or what someone looks like. A good example that I have actually had a really interesting experience. So if you remember a couple episodes, like when I brought up with Rhonda, how I was talking about how she delivered that message from my spouse's best friend had passed away. And he had came to me in a reading that I had three years prior to meeting him. And that's how I kind of knew, like, I was supposed to meet Todd and all that because of that uh, spirit coming through. So the first time that he was coming over to my place, like our second or third date or something like that, I was doing dishes in my kitchen. And I don't know what, I had that, like, that sense, like, kind of up my back kind of thing feeling. So I turned around and immediately my hands went outwards, like I was going to Reiki. And then I could see this. It was like, I could see, what would it be? Like, in, it almost looked like a wave, like, what am I trying to say here, Christy? It Wasn't almost it like a like, mirage? Yes. It looked like a mirage. And it was the craziest thing. And like my hands just like in reaction, like went up, like my body knew there was something there. And this was after I, we had taken our Reiki course and yeah, it was crazy. And I just kind of panicked and I said, you need to leave. Cause I could hear him coming down the stairs to my basement suite. And I thought, Oh my God, like you can't be in here. <laughs> He's going to think I'm a quack. Like <laughs> we hadn't really talked about this side of me yet. Not in detail. And anyways, yeah. And then, it, and then it just left. And I thought, whoa, like that's kind of like the only experience I've really had of actually like seeing. And I don't even know if that really counts, but it was, yeah, it was like that mirage. Like it was like almost looked like waves. Like it was just nuts. And then, yeah, just the whole sense that of like is- seeing with the third eye. I've definitely had a lot of that when I'm doing Reiki sessions and I'm connecting into client. So like, when I've done Reiki and I've had to like remove attachments or go in or connect in, like, yeah, I can definitely like see with my third eye before it would have to be when my eyes were closed in order for me to see and connect in. But actually, since we took our masters, I can actually connect in and see even when my eyes are open, but it's still me seeing in my third eye. So it's like, you know, the gift is getting stronger the more I practice it, which is really awesome that I don't actually close my eyes. But I definitely feel like I need to like almost look in a distance. Like, you know, when you're kind of staring off, I like I wouldn't be able to make eye contact with someone and see in my third eye, I don't think. I think that'd be weird. Yeah. I and lots of um like people will look over or like psychics will look over your shoulder or like look behind you or like yeah. look up on the roof. Just to, yeah, have that non-distraction. And even um, when I started doing mediumship, I had to close my eyes. I was like, I can't look at this person looking at yeah. me. I was like, I need to close my eyes and shut that down. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And Claire, clairvoyance, I find, um, is like one that everybody wants. They want to see things. Yeah. Because it's, it's interesting, like, especially in your mind's eye, but some people don't want to see spirits walking around. Like, that's crazy that you actually saw the difference in the energy. Yeah. Like, you saw the energy with your naked eye. That is exactly it. I could see the energy, which was like, whoa. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I've that ne- is so never seen that again. That was two years ago. Well, you never so, know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Open to that. I don't know if I'd be open to actually seeing spirit with my naked eye. I feel like that would get in too much conflict with us living in a reality here. Do you know what I mean? It's like, could you turn that off? Yeah. Some people do. the kid from Sixth Sense. You know? Yeah. But I want that. <laughs> like, really? I don't think I would. And sometimes when I like kind of psych myself out, I kind of get scared. Like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to see. Like, if I feel like it's coming, like, I don't know. It scares me a bit, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It, it's definitely freaky. Because, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, if I'm home alone and then all of a sudden I see something, it's oh. like, okay, what was that? And now I don't have my dog to blame it on. It's like, oh, it was Larry. It's like, no, I think that was someone. But, yeah, and even driving home, um, I pass a cemetery, like a super old cemetery, and I keep seeing this one lady, like, kind of standing beside it, like, in the ditch, and I know she's a spirit because, like, who's standing there in a dress? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. And then she's gone. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, go away. Mm. And, yeah, it's – I don't know. I don't think it's for everyone <laughs> that clear. But, like, I, I made, like, a deal with spirit. Like, nothing comes in. Like, I don't want to see anything in my bedroom. You know, like, close that down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like having those boundaries because we still are human. We still want to be able to experience like things as a human. We don't always want to be seeing things that other people don't see. Like I met this one woman at a market and uh, she was super cool. I, I could tell a few stories about her, but I, I'll save that for another time. But she could see spirits everywhere like just walking amongst people. And I was like, that's wild. Like, I don't know if I would like that. Yeah, that is wild. So when I work shift work, like I would lucid dream a lot when I would nap during the day. And yeah, I, I woke up, I was still sleeping, but there was a spirit. Yeah. Sitting on my bed. I don't know if I ever told you this. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I woke up and I was like, what are you doing? You're not allowed to be in my room is what I said. And he was just sitting like on the edge of the bed. And I said, you have to leave, like get out of my room. And then there was another woman waiting like in my living room area. And I was like, what the hell is going Ah. on? Yeah. And you know what? That actually didn't feel bad now that I think about it. I think I was just taken aback that there was someone in my room. But he just like kind of like looked at me and then he just got up and he just walked out. Like he respected my boundaries. But yeah, it didn't feel bad, but... That, that's the only other time I could, and that was like full on, like you would see in a movie. Like wow. Just like a real. Yeah. It's the, it startles you though. That's yeah. the thing that I don't like. Like, it's like my heart stops for saying like, holy shit, what was that? <laughs> it's like. Yeah. You'd like, probably guess get used to it. Yeah. I don't know if I, yeah. Like even on the weekend I was in the backyard and. I just happen to look over and I just see like a flash of this man. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. And then like a couple hours later, I was like, Trevor, have you seen someone around? He's like, oh yeah, I've seen whoever that is a couple times. And we're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> just like- I love how he doesn't even feel like it's like worth mentioning. Like he's just like, no, moving not on. at all. It's, it's just like, just like the neighborhood ghost, uh, just walking through, checking on things. And cause like, I don't want to go and, like when I first started this journey, I'd be like, okay, what did he look like? Like yeah. what feeling did you get? 
yet, but now it's just like, I don't want to use my energy to go investigate things. Like, I feel like if it was meant, um, like a message was supposed to be brought to us or for someone else, like, I feel like I would have that deep knowing to investigate further. I think we're just kind of having like a glimpse in the matrix kind of thing going on where it's just like, oh yeah, someone's just crossing through. Yeah. Nothing. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, no, that can be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, Claire Audience. Yeah. yeah, let's move on to Claire Audience. So this one is when you can hear uh, words, sound, or music. And um, a lot of the times, like, the words are in your own mind, own mind's voice. So it's not like this booming voice of some man that's going to come and talk to you. Um, it's usually in your own voice. Like from my experience, I can't speak for everyone, but um, there was one time that I, I share this full story in our mediumship episode. And when I first experienced Claire audience, like clear as day, it was actually um, this man, Frank. And I could hear him like he was sitting beside me. Like it was that clear. But it was like in my voice, but I knew it wasn't me. So it's kind of hard to um, to explain. And sometimes I'll get like that ringing in my ear. And, you know, I used to ignore it. But now I know that it is spirit and they're trying to talk to you, but they're trying to find like that dial and they're trying to line it up with your dial so that they can get that clear communication going. So when I get that uh, ringing, I'll stop what I'm doing like, unless I'm driving and be like, okay, what what's going on, spirit? Who's there? What's going on? Sometimes you don't get nothing and sometimes you do. And so it's just kind of, uh, it's a learning experience, really. And um, something else that I was going to add was I've had um, music playing. Like, I'll be going to bed at night and it'll be like that absolute silence where you can, like, hear yourself breathe. Like, I don't like things that quiet. And then all of a sudden I'll start hearing music and I'll be like, well, is there like a radio on? Like what's going on? And I feel like it's just spirit, spirit playing music, which I, I haven't found like any significance and made any links to anything like a certain song or anything. But I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, that is. And I can definitely uh, resonate with like the ringing of the ears or like my one ear will kind of even go deaf and then it'll ring. And I'm like, and before I used to always be like, well, there's something wrong with my ears and this and that. But no, it's just like, you need to stop and try to just tune in. Okay, what am I missing? Or what do I need to hear right now? And you're right. Some A lot of the times, to be honest, like nothing will come through, especially depending if I'm in a grocery store. It's really hard for me to kind of tune in. <laughs> or if I'm just sitting like, at oh, my desk. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's definitely good awareness to have and just know, you know, you can even just take it spirits with you. People are with you. I don't yeah, know. Someone if just checking in or. Yeah. And I don't know if like clear audience has really helped me out during a Reiki session. Like I definitely, well, I guess that's not true. I guess I will hear spirit kind of like say things to me like after like, well, thank I've had spirits thank me before. So, I mean, I guess there's kind of that, but yeah, that, that'd be about it for me. Yeah. And this is one that I, like, it's not one of my favorite Claire's, like, 
um, like not one that I would spend a lot of time practicing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I actually did meet someone through my mediumship course where this was her strongest Claire, where she couldn't shut it off. Oh. Like she had her brother in spirit and he was always in her ear, like talking. And like, there was times where like, she'd have a hard time sleeping and she just couldn't oh. shut it off. And I was like, Ooh, I would not want that. Like that, that's a little too intense. Yeah. She needs to set up some boundaries there. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to connect with her now and see where she's at. Cause that was a couple of years ago, but. That's super yeah. interesting though. Yeah. It's funny. Mm. Like, like it's like before we come down to earth, is it like, do we check off what Claire's we want? <laughs> like, okay, this one sounds fun. This one. Yeah. You got to wonder. Okay. So Claire cognizance moving right along here is that having that sense of knowing so not really being able to explain how you know but you just you just know things and i know like this is a big one for uh both of us just that sense of like knowing so when i'm um in a reiki session like even when i'm doing reiki and you know my hands will always guide me on where i need to go they really take over the session but then i will be like oh yeah you have like I was hovering over somebody's chakra and I was getting a, oh, you need to do this and this or this and this is coming through. It's like, how did I know that? It's like, I just had that sense of knowing. I didn't hear anything come into my, I didn't get a vision. It was just, the message just came through. Yeah. It just like pops in. It's like, it just becomes like your thought and you have no idea how to explain it. Yeah. It just comes right through that. And that happened with um, me like a couple months ago. I was talking to um, my parents' neighbor and I've known him my whole life. And his dad is in spirit recently and he's a firefighter and like he's a younger guy. Like I think he's maybe like late 40s and we're just chatting like, how's your day? Like small talk or whatever. Then all of a sudden I look at him like right in the eye and I was like, so are you retiring soon? And he like looks at me weird. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I signed the papers today. I retire in July. <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing. And it was just like, it was that moment where we looked at each other like, what? how do you know this? And it could have been like his dad coming through or like, because he was really worried about what he was going to do without like his work family. Because when you work with the same crew for so long, they become your family. And then I went on to tell him, like, you know, you'll stay busy. It's going to be okay. It's going to be a different routine. And, like, giving him all this advice, and it wasn't wasn't even me. It was just the weirdest thing. And I was like, Dad, I was like, next time you talk to uh, the neighbor there, it's like, kind of give him, like, a little, um, you know, elevator pitch about what I do. Like, so he's not weirded out that I, like, sprung that on him. Because the look on his face was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just great. tapping into a little psychic psychic there, but yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, just freaked um, so right the, out. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely did. So the next one we'll move on to is uh clairsentience. Uh this one, yeah, we both have lots of experience with this one. Um so this is like an actual feeling. So if I was standing beside someone and they're like, oh, my head's just pounding. I have the worst headache. I could start to feel the pressure in my head. And it's like, 
I don't know. I get annoyed at this one sometimes. <laughs> it's just like this one I can come to, in really hot. Like it can. Yes, yeah. it's like I don't need to feel her headache. I get it. Like yeah. Like I, I don't need that. And um, yeah. When or we talked to Rhonda about this too. When she's she gets um these feelings very strong too with mediumship, and through like my practices, I've had. Like my lungs, like I was hard to breathe. So that spirit showing me that someone um, passed from uh, like uh, pneumonia or can- lung cancer or something like that. Or uh, there was another time where like my heart just hurt so bad. And I thought it was maybe a heart attack, but it was actually uh, this person went through a really bad heartache and mm. I could feel that hurt in my heart. And I was just like, okay, spirit. I get it. I don't, I don't need to feel this like full on. And like we said, like when we connect that dot, when I was like, Oh, okay. It's a heartache. That's what you pass from. Then spirit will take that away. Yeah. It's almost like once we acknowledge it, then it will go. Mine is the same way. Yeah. So it's like, I can't concentrate when my heart's like hurting like that. mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So same thing. Like if I'm doing Reiki, and I'm connecting in specifically to a chakra that is pretty like on fire, we'll say, for lack of a better term. It's yeah, like I can feel that anger or I can feel like it's almost and it's kind of validating for the client too. Like, oh yeah, like this is or this is super sad and you're still holding that sadness. And like sometimes that sadness can even overwhelm me to the point where it'll almost make me want to start crying. And it's like, okay. Like, why would I start crying? I have no reason for that today. You know, you're just really taking it on. And um, I was actually doing a Reiki on my dad last night. And my dad always picks up spirits. (laughs) They see his light and they run right at him full tilt. Actually, I'm going to share this story and I haven't okayed it with my dad, but I'm sure it's fine. So he was camping with my sister and her family and they were walking on this trail And all of a sudden, the dog freaks out, and everything kind of happened all at once. And my dad, like, could feel that, like, he kind of got attacked in a way, like, spiritually attacked. And the dog actually bit my dad's hand. And my dad's like, hey, when you, I know, and this is, like, the sweetest dog. Like, when he told me this, I was like, no. It's, like, the most timid, sweetest dog ever. So something happened, right? So the dog spooked him. And my dad's like, when you get a chance, can you Reiki me and see what's going on? So sure enough, I did. And yes, this woman, the spirit, saw my dad and just when she saw his light, ran full tilt at him. And it, like everything kind of collided all at once. And the dog bit his hand and I think saw the spirit. But this woman had passed. She got shot in the left shoulder. So same thing. I'm grabbing my left side close to my heart, right? And I'm thinking, oh, like, did she pass of a heart attack? Like, what's happening? But then I'm really grabbing into my left shoulder and my fingers are even pointing inwards, pointing like almost to the wound. And I thought, okay, this is more than a heart attack. So then I'm like, kind of waiting for my other clairs to kick in. And then I did, I got the visual of what happened. And it was a gunshot wound. So I was like, okay. But yeah, just kind of using all those clairs. But yeah, that feeling of just 
first grabbing my shoulder and then my finger digging like into like the bullet wound. It was just like, okay, like that's enough. Like let up now. I got it. You know? Yeah. Wow. That's intense. And that just shows like, you know, the animal kingdom, they're so more in tune with what we can't see. And maybe he, the dog, saw the spirit and then bit, I think so. bit the spirit, I guess. Yeah, I think I think so. I think the dog was just trying to protect my dad. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. intense. Mm-hmm. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. So is that that uh, spirit has moved on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and okay, she thanked good. me after. Really? Yeah, when we crossed her over, yeah. Wow. She had a very traumatic death. Yeah, so that was a it was a pretty intense thing, but I was glad it it eased up after I acknowledged it and then I could just move on with the session. Yeah. It's like, Hey spirit, thanks for showing me how you pass. Let's, uh, let's move on. And I find that's, yeah. One of the strongest times it comes through is through mediumship when they want to show you how they passed Mm -hmm. is making us feel that, that feeling, I guess. And, you know, I actually think this is probably my favorite Claire as intense and as awkward as it might sound, but it's like my strongest, I kind of feel Maybe not my strongest, but I, I do like it because I, I feel like it's, I know for sure what's happening. I'm not like, is this happening? No, I know for sure it's happening. Yeah. You know, you're right. Like it's a, it's a clear one, like a clear feeling. Like you can't deny like that feeling in your heart yeah. or the feeling in the shoulder. You can't ignore that. Like you can't miss that. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's going on here? And then it's like a good little nugget and then you follow it. It's like, okay, it wasn't a heart attack. Okay, it was a heartache. And then it's just that validation for the client that uh, can come through with this Claire. It, it is a very, very useful one. And yeah, I shouldn't say I get annoyed by it because it is, I am grateful no, it's <laughs> for fair. this Claire. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so next up we have Claire Alliance, which would be your sense of smell. So you can like, smell spirit i shouldn't really say smell the spirit but you could there'll be an odor maybe that wasn't really (laughs) present before you started tuning in a really good example of this one uh was when i moved into this house that i so i moved into this house we're almost rolling on two years and um i actually had to call christy over and help me clear the house (laughs) so i could like every once in a while get this huge whiff of stale cigarette smoke And like, I know what a fresh cigarette smells like. And this was not fresh. This was old cigarette smoke. And I'm thinking, and it would randomly come. I'd be just walking in the kitchen or I'd be letting my dog out. And all of a sudden I'd get this whiff of smoke. And yeah, it was an old spirit that was hanging around and he smoked like a chimney in the house. So I would, you know, get this odd remnants of him. So anyways, Christy came over, yada, yada, yada. We cleared the house. It was a huge success. Packed his bags and away he went. But yes, that would be my prime example of Claire Alliance. Yeah, that, that was a powerful uh, house clearing. Maybe we'll have to share that story one day. Yeah, yeah, we will one day. Yeah, it's a good one. And uh, yeah, the, the smell, I've had experience with uh, like flowers. I'll just get random smell of like potent flowers. And I was like, well, this is weird. Like, where's this coming from? And I know people are, I've heard of some people say that it can be um, uh, angels coming by. Or I've also heard of um, if you smell someone's perfume 
or cigar smoke. I know of one friend where they can smell um, perfume and cigar smoke and they know exactly who it is. It's their grandparents stopping by. Mm. So this is like a nice gentle clair, you know, like where you just kind of get a waft and you can tune in or you can just ignore it or like whatever you feel is right in that moment. But I think this, I kind of like this one. Yeah. I was watching or reading kind of sounds odd but uh yeah she right away she could smell like pipe tobacco like that's a pretty distinct smell and for her to be able to smell like pipe tobacco as opposed to cigar like a cigarette like it was so specific like that is i think fascinating oh yeah to pick that up that's pretty good Mm -hmm. and i don't have like a really good sense of smell like on a good like just a normal smell (laughs) So I feel like this one wouldn't be like super strong. It's not like uh, that one one lady in my office. I'll be like peeling an orange. Like, Christy, you eating an orange over there? <laughs> like, oh, who's having cucumbers? And you're like, leave me alone. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like three hallways down. <laughs> yeah, she has a snout of a hound, and just oh, like, oh man. Yes, yes, it's so funny. <laughs> Um, okay, so the last Claire that we're going to talk about today is uh, Claire Gustins. And so this one is a clear tasting. So you're tasting something that isn't there. Like you're tasting an apple, but you haven't eaten an apple. And a lot of the time, like our, our senses relate us back to memories too. So um, I haven't had any experience with this Claire actually. Um, mm-hmm. All the other ones I have. I don't think you have either, Amanda, hey? No, nothing with this one yet. Yeah, so may, maybe I could set the intention next time and see if it would come through. But I don't know if I would I want this one. I don't know. But I remember um, this was on a podcast. I can't remember which one, but this one lady wrote in and she was talking about how she had this foul taste in her mouth whenever she was around this certain person. And she thought it was the weirdest thing. She's like, why do I have like this weird taste? And then it would happen again with someone else. She'd have like this just gross taste in her mouth. And here like she figured out that this was this Claire. And the the bad taste in her mouth was actually when uh, spirit showing that she was around someone that wasn't necessarily like a good person. Whoa. Yeah, which was super interesting. Like she's kind of like tasting i don't know the darkness or what i don't know what you would call that but and i've also heard from a reiki practitioner that uh when she's working on someone and she had a bad taste in her mouth um she actually uh made the connection that the person she was working on was actually really sick and Mm -hmm. had um had i think it was cancer and so she could taste um a different taste in her mouth so I thought wow. that was interesting. And, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, like there's just no manual and everybody is so different that you only figure that stuff out as you go. Like, yeah, you really like, do. Just realize, hey, every time I feel this, like somebody has cancer or every time I'm with somebody, I realize that they're an asshole. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, like it's just like, ah. Uh, you just have to figure stuff out for yourself. And it's so hard when you just want the answers. Like, I get it 100%. Yeah. Oh, for but, sure. 
That is a really interesting, really interesting. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that one. I guess I mean, yeah, I'd be, I know. I'd be open to be honest. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, this one it seems a little more gentle too. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not like seeing the spirit sitting on the end of your bed. But yeah. I don't know if I would yeah. <laughs> just want a random taste of like puke in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who? Where's the? Who's the darkness one? Yeah, it, uh, it tastes like I've been drinking all night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next morning, breath. cigarettes. Um, yeah. <laughs> was was your loved one an alcoholic by chance? Yeah. <laughs> or too bad you couldn't like get like a nice taste of like say your grandma's scone or something like that would be like a a better way or like your grandma's cooking or applesauce or like something like that i taste baking when yeah baking when they're near <laughs> yeah i know this one seems like a little out there like you know like not I know, but i, I guess like, it is one of our main senses like tasting yeah and we're not making fun of it it's just funny I, I really like that tasting thing. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That is a good way to end it. Okay. So yeah, those are those are the main clairs. Um, so yeah. like a really like good practice, honestly, if you want to try to strengthen your clairs, like you really just have to sit and like practice them. Like meditation, unfortunately, is always the answer to all of it, which I know kind of stinks, but like try to sit with it and just tune in to like, you know, like try for a week, just try to tune into your third eye and see what comes up for that sense of like seeing. And then the next, you know, week you can try to just focus just on like the hearing and what's coming in and write, write it down, write down anything you hear and everything you hear, or what goes on, paying attention to just those areas. Yeah, exactly. And having that conversation with the spirit world too, being like, Hey, I want to practice my clear cognizance this week. How can you show me? Like people forget that you can ask your spirit guides for help on the other side. And there also is a um, test you can take or not a test, a quiz online. You can take, um, I'll link it below. I think she still has it on her website where um, you answer these questions and it will tell you which Claire is your most prominent Claire. So it's kind of interesting. Like I find that's a good place to start. So if if you find out your clairvoyance is the strongest one, then it's like, well, maybe dive into that one and find some practices you can do. I'm sure there's something on YouTube or I'm oh, sure you yeah. could find something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All very good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope you guys learned something new. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed um, that. How about let's end with our card pull for tonight? Yeah. Okay. What um, do the listeners need to know? Need to know. Christy, okay. you're fielding this one? I guess so. Am, am I? Should oh, I do sure. it? Yeah. I don't know. We'll try it out. Mm. Oh, this is a shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you're you the listeners' shit sandwich. I'm not editing that. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I heard someone say that the other day. I was like, yeah, I like that. No, okay. Classic. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> oh my God. So, 
Okay. <sighs> um, I don't know if this is going to make any sense. I could try. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, try. And then if yeah. not, honestly, like, I can always pull something, too. Yeah, okay. So let's see. So the card I pulled um, from the deck, The Sacred Forest, from Denise Lynn. Uh, the first card was the Spirit Guardian of Spring, and it shows, like, activation. So it's like a tree and there's like flowers underneath. So I feel like this is like um, if you're wanting to activate like one of your clairs, for example, you can tap into that. And it's just um, going with the flow and like listening to yourself and activating that clair that you want to connect to because you totally can. You can activate any one of these clairs. Um, we forget like how powerful we are. And those senses, like we have our five senses to get through our uh, human life. But if we ever want to tap into those other senses, we have that ability to do so. So just giving yourself like that confidence that you can do this if you want to. It's there. And then the next card was uh, the Earth Spirit, uh, Stability. And it's showing like this fairy sitting on the ground under a tree and she's got butterflies and lanterns around her. I feel like this is um, telling you to connect with the earth and sit on the earth and just like take in everything that she has to offer you. We forget how powerful earth is and like how we are all one. We are from earth. And if you ever like look to the trees or the grass or the flowers, you can realize that we are part of it. And everything on earth has a meaning, like a flower or a weed, like that is annoying, like the dandelion weed is something that grows to help you. Like we get rid of the dandelions, but it's funny because dandelions are so important in uh, detox, um, de detoxification. I found yes. this through my healing journey. Yes. So it's really good with uh, the liver. And I've been drinking actually dandelion root tea and it's a bitter, but it's, you mix it with like some coconut milk or honey and it's, it's just good stuff. So yeah, I kind of went on a tangent there, but let's go to our last card here. Um, the storm spirit chaos oh i don't know if i like this one <laughs> it's like it looks like zeus in the sky like holding the lightning bolt mm. and uh him looking over the earth and he's kind of like holding down the earth and he's like okay i got this so it's almost like if there's some sort of chaos going on in your life right now just know that you can ground yourself in earth and you can hold on and it's going to be okay it's just sometimes things get a little chaotic in your life, but that's okay because sometimes a storm needs to come. Like the storm needs to come through and, you know, like kind of wipe the slate clean. Like, you know, how the rain comes through and it just clears everything out. Sometimes we need that in life. We need um, the rain to come through and yeah, just clear it out so then you can start to grow something that you really want to or you can um, start a new project or go on a new journey. And starting clean with a clean slate is always so important. I uh, I forget this, you know, like you wouldn't go. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, like when you're going to bed, like you want to have like a clean 
clean bedding, you know, you want to have a good sleep. So it's like, what can I do to have this good sleep? I'm going to put some clean sheets. I'm going to make my bed. It's just, yeah, being super um, intentional about clearing uh, the slate. And so when chaos hits, it's okay. It's for a reason. And you just got to stay the storm and things are going to be okay. You know, like sometimes when shit gets tough and it's just like what's going on it's like well okay this is happening for me not to me i know that's a cliche saying but it's uh spot on though yeah it's spot on so it's just yeah gotta go with it whoo yeah spirit came through me strong there hopefully that makes sense (laughs) yeah you really flowed out (laughs) yeah that's wonderful that was intense that was my first live reading guys so now i'm like sweating that's how you know like you got that temperature change in your body um yeah but you know that like needing that storm to just come through and pass there is nothing worse than that anticipation like well no i love the anticipation of an actual storm but like if you have something going on and there's just that build and that build and you're like okay this just needs to be settled i hate this feeling it's right like it's so true it's like i'd rather just get it out there instead of just because waiting and anticipating and then you're building it up even more in your brain and then you're making the scene so much even worse than it actually is going to be and it's just like just let it fly through and pass like yeah let's get it over with because yeah when you Mm. see the storm brewing from far away it's like just come come rain thunder wind whatever you got for me and then let's see the rainbow after yes yes oh good messages Yeah, yeah, hopefully that resonates with someone out there, but yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right, y'all. We out. We out. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to our episode. We hope you learned something new and was inspired. And you can find us on Instagram at Living the Reiki Life. And you can find our personal handles at Reiki with Manda. And mine is The Birch Soul. It would also really help us out if you gave us a five-star rating and review. It really, yes, it really helps us out in the podcast world. And we will see you next time. Ciao for now. One, two.